Hey, how you doing? This is Craig with the Essential Handyman Podcast, coming back again with another episode. This is going to be episode 5, I believe. And what this episode is going to be about, it's going to be about how to save money on a home remodeling project. If you are a homeowner looking to do a remodel or you might have a you know contractor coming in and, and doing a remodel for you, there is some ways that you can go about it to save yourself a significant amount of money. I actually owned a remodeling company for several years. I did. Um, I started out as a handyman, and I had that business for a few years. That evolved into a remodeling company. From there, I think we went on for about seven to eight years, I'd say. And then after that, um, I took on a business partner and different things happened. I mean, the business partner was great and I'm still really good friends with him. He's still one of my very best friends. But just the way some of the things were going, I think I decided to go a different direction um, with everything. So I started back up as, you know, still a licensed contractor, but just doing mostly handyman jobs. But anyways, I do have a significant amount of experience at remodeling projects because I have done a lot of them and I have been involved on even more. So these are a couple tips, not in any specific order that it will definitely save you some cash on your next remodeling project. A lot of these are no-brainers in my opinion, but sometimes you just have to hear somebody else say it before you think about it, and I know I'm like that sometimes. Anyways, number one, make sure to get multiple bids on your project. Definitely a no-brainer. I think most people probably get more than one bid. I recommend getting three bids on a remodeling project. You know, especially if it's something that's going to be over $10,000, I'd say get three bids. Maybe under 10000 get two. But for the most part, you want to get three because the prices can really vary depending, you know, contractor to contractor. You're not always comparing apples to apples when you're looking at bids, though. Some contractors are doing everything by the book. They're paying workman's comp for their employees. You know, they might have an office staff. They run a very professional operation, but that's all reflected in the price. You know, they're pulling all the permits. They're doing everything they're supposed to do. I mean, that type of contractor is going to be expensive just because they're doing things the right way. And honestly, if you are doing things the right way, you're going to be expensive because it costs a lot of money to get the licensing, pull the permits, pay workman's comp, pay, you know, your employees their wage, pay the payroll taxes and everything like that. It's not inexpensive at all. So people that are carrying everything they need to and covering their employees and paying their employees a fair wage, which really that's the type of place you probably want to support because those are the type of people that are really contributing to the economy they're going to be more expensive than you know a fly-by-night operation or or just like a one-man show type of thing so get a couple you know get a couple bids and see what you think now 
before you contact those contractors, research them on sites like Yelp, uh, Google My Business, Angie's List. Uh, there's several different places you can look to see, you know, what their rating is, uh, how many clients they might have served in your area. And, you you know, if you're going to get a remodel, you probably want to see some pictures of work they've done before or some. You could even ask, you know, is there any work that I could see? You know, you might be able to go take a peek uh, if they have a, a home in the area that they might have done some work on. You know, sometimes it's hard to get clients to do that but I had a few clients that you know when I used to do remodeling they they love to people to come over and look at it so it all depends it all depends on the on the client but definitely read the reviews uh, and then look at their overall profile don't throw them out just because they have one bad review because there's a bunch of idiots out there that they might have 35 star reviews and you know, one person didn't like one little thing and they one star review. You know, it's just like you got to take that with a grain of salt. If they have positive reviews and one bad one, you don't really want to discount them for that. Now, I would say if they have 25 total reviews and maybe five to seven of them have some negative stuff in there, that's I'd be a little cautious with that because you don't normally make that many people upset enough to write a review unless you're doing something that is you know either either your work's not up to par or you're difficult to work with or something like that so i would say in remodeling you know especially kitchen and bath remodeling i don't want to say that you get what you pay for because that's not always the case I know some really really good contractors that are really uh you know I'd say mid-range price, even low to mid-range price, um, that just do outstanding work. But they can offer the work for a lot cheaper because you know they're either doing the work themselves or it's just two guys and they're business partners and they're splitting the money so they don't have as many expenses as someone who has a whole crew um, would have. So it just depends. You know, Everyone's numbers are different. Also, I'd advise you if somebody comes in with a super low bid, Make sure they didn't miss anything, because if you know if you get three bids and one of them's twenty-two thousand and one of them's eighteen thousand and one guy comes in at six thousand, something's wrong there. He either didn't miss something, you know, he missed something, or didn't understand the whole scope of work, or he just doesn't have a clue of what this job's going to take, and that's those are all bad signs. So if you have a bid that's super low compared to the other ones, that's probably not the one you want to go with. Unless you know that they've done work for other people and for some crazy reason they're working for nothing, which I don't I wouldn't understand why they would be doing that if they were a good contractor, but I don't know. Anyways, so that's number one. Make sure to get multiple bids. Number two, you can buy your own materials for the project, um, even if the contractor's doing the work. You can save yourself a lot of money by doing this because a lot of general contractors put their markup on everything that they buy and all the labor. Um, they just make it a standard practice. And markup on, on stuff like that can be anywhere from 10 15% up to 50% or more. Just for an example, you're getting a kitchen remodel done. 
Now the contractor, say they purchased the cabinets for $7,000 and they put a 35% markup on that. They're going to charge you $94.50 for the cabinets that they they purchased for $7,000 and they're going to pocket almost $2,500 just off that transaction and it happens every single day. It, it happens. That's the way contractors make money. You want to know how they're driving fancy trucks and uh, you know, have these nice trailers and brand new vehicles for that's how they're they're making a killing off of people doing stuff like that. I heard of a guy the other day. He went over and uh, I went over to a to a house a while back, and they said uh, they had a plumber over doing some work, and then they wanted to add on installing a kitchen faucet, which they already purchased. The guy charged him nine hundred dollars just for. To put in a kitchen faucet and you know they paid it because they didn't know any better but there's people out there that are just in it to make a ton of money which you know i guess it's a it's a capitalist society that we live in so i just don't feel right about charging that kind of price to people it's probably why i never made huge money as a remodeling contractor i was always you know i did really well but i would say i was probably a mid-ranged, uh, mid-priced contractor. Now, as far as buying stuff, I know you're probably not going to be able to buy everything because the contractor's probably going to buy lumber, you know, pipe, drywall, things like that, that what I would consider construction materials. But what you can buy is stuff that you have to pick out, like faucets, um, you know, cabinet knobs, um, garbage disposal this is like an example for kitchen you know you could buy the flooring you could buy the cabinet you can go pick out the countertops and and purchase them and you're gonna save a lot of money doing that stuff some people there are contractors out there that just charge you labor and and then they want you to buy all the materials anyways just I don't know I mean I think they operate like that because they don't have uh, a big operations budget so they're kind of wanting to use your money and not have to you know worry about uh, structuring all that into the deal which is fine it is your stuff so you should be paying for it but I think I think it's just safer for you to go pick that stuff out stuff that needs to be picked out I think it's better if you go buy it yourself you're gonna save yourself some cash another way to save money is you can do the demo yourself contractors probably aren't going to like to hear this because you know they make a lot of money for demo and it's easy work it's not that hard to do just make sure all the water is shut off and everything and you can kind of just go to town i know around here on you know just from looking at bids and stuff like that demo price on you know just demo in a bathroom or a you know normal size kitchen can run from about a thousand to three thousand dollars depending on how big it is just for the demo so you could be saving that much money for a weekend worth of work if you're interested in doing something like that i know it's not for everybody but some people like to to get involved and do stuff like that now, if you are going to do the demo, what I would highly recommend is go over it with your contractor and ask him exactly what he wants you to do. Because what can happen if you do the demo yourself, they can come back and say, oh, well, you didn't do this, this, and this. Now I have to charge you for that. And 
I think homeowners are notorious for leaving a lot of nails and screws in the wall. <laughs> That's what I would run into anytime somebody would do that with me. They'd pull up the flooring, but there'd still be, you know, 500 staples in that are sticking out from the flooring underlayment. And I'm like, yeah, this is going to take me a couple hours to pull up, so I'm going to have to charge you for this. So just make sure you know exactly what they expect. Okay, you can... If you're a DIYer and you like to paint and you can do a good job, you can do the painting yourself and you can save some additional money. I would caution you on this one because if you're not a, a good painter, you know, I would say you don't want to spend a ton of money getting a remodel done just to have the paint look like crap because the paint is not a huge expense in the job anyways. They're not going to, you know, that's not something that they're generally making a ton of money on. So, proceed with caution on that one, but you can save a few bucks. Now, if you really want to get involved, <laughs> you can you can actually be the general contractor on the job and hire your own subcontractors to do the job. This rarely works out. It can, though. You're, you can pull the permits as a homeowner. You can hire a plumber, an electrician, a drywall person, a painter, a framer, all yourself. Act as your own general and... Get your jobs done and save a substantial amount of money because you're not paying for like project management and you know markup on the subs and everything like that. It can be done. I know this because a few years ago I had an older woman that told me she wanted to be her own general. She actually did a great job. She had spreadsheets. She had like something that was printed out, like a project manager would print out to say who's going to be on the job every day. Really impressive. She did a really, really good job managing the project. Everything went smooth. You know, she cut checks as soon as stuff was done. And she did a really, really good job. I was really surprised that she did that good. But later she confessed to me that her son was a construction project manager. So he, like, kind of helped her and made the outline for her and everything like that. I was wondering how she, you know, had everything so thorough. But I guess her son helped her out, uh remotely and you know between the two of them they were able to run it really smooth and it, it ended up being being a smooth job i was kind of worried going into it because it's like we were doing the framing the electrical and uh some of the drywall work i think on that one and then they had a different guy doing tile and flooring and they had another guy doing plumbing a guy doing hvac um so but it you know turned out good it was surprisingly good so those are the main tips on how to save money these are some other tips I'm just going to give you from me being a professional you know remodeling contractor for a number of years on how to get the most out of your contractor first of all a little kindness goes a long way in this game if you do little tiny things like maybe have a cooler with drinks or, or just have water and available bathroom for the contractor and their crew, they're just a small gesture like that. They're going to bend over backwards for you. It's unbelievable how little that happens out there. I would say maybe 3 to 5% of the jobs I do that that they have drinks for us and they have, you know, say, you know, you guys can use this bathroom and it's crazy. People aren't that accommodating to contractors. I'm telling you right now, if you do little things like that, 
If you offer to make them lunch or buy their crew pizza or something like that, you may not get charged for change orders or something. It's crazy. I mean, how you can just spend 30 or $50 in to keep them happy and working hard. It might end up saving you a lot of money in the end. I've done that before. People have really been nice to my guys and you know, barbecued for us and stuff like that. And something, you know, a change would come up later on in the job. And I'd just do it for free because I just thought these people were so nice. You know, why not just help them out? They they were so nice and accommodating to us the whole time we were here. I mean, I didn't always do that, but I have done it before. And, and I know contractors do that type of stuff. My second tip would be be flexible with their schedule, just like they should be accommodating to your schedule. So, you know, their contractors are normal people, just like you. They have kids in school. They might have to help, you know, do drop-offs in the afternoon or in the morning. That's one of the great things about being a contractor is you're self-employed and you get to make your own schedule. And you get to participate in a lot of family stuff that you would not otherwise get to participate in. So just be flexible with their schedule a little bit. And, you know, they should be really accommodating to your schedule. If you're a person that wakes up at 8 o'clock, they shouldn't expect to start at 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock every morning. They should be accommodating to you and work around your schedule. Number three a tip, pay all of your payments on time. If you have a contract that names out progress payments, it says, okay, at this point, you know, I need the down payment check, and at this point, I need this check, and at this point, I need this check. The contractor should have all that written out with the amount when, you know, the trigger point would be to cut a check. So say, oh, when we're done with the drywall, this check's done. Oh, when the rough electrical's done, this check's done. Pay those payments on time. Don't wait for, don't make them hound you for it. Don't make them ask you for it. Have that check ready when it's supposed to be ready. It's gonna go a long, long way with your credibility with the contractor. Because I'll even if I get busy and somebody needs a job done and I know they're a prompt pair, I'll go out of my way to try and squeeze them in or you know maybe push somebody else back so I can squeeze them in. Because nobody wants to chase money. It's no fun. It's the least favorite thing that a contractor has to do is ask you for payment. It's um, uncomfortable, you know, and a large amount of money. But, you know, you owe them the money. You hired them to do the project. You entered into a work agreement with them. So make sure you're paying your payments on time. Don't make them chase you. Uh for the payments. It's not fun for the contractor, believe me. Also, if parking is scarce where you live, some neighborhoods the parking is really, really tight. There's nowhere to park and you're hauling tools in and out. If you're having to park blocks away, it's very difficult to do. If you can, make a parking space near your house, in front of your house, in your driveway for the contractor to use. That's huge. They really appreciate that. So this is a, another tip for you regarding payments. Do not make the final payment until the work is completed to your satisfaction. Don't, don't make the final payment until the work's done to your satisfaction. If you do make the final payment in the contractor's head, you're satisfied with the job. You know, you've implied that by writing that final check, the contract's complete and they're going to want to move on to the next job 
and kind of, you know, of course, you know, if they're a good contractor, they're going to warranty everything and come back and resolve issues. But believe me, if you want them to come back in a timely manner, don't make that final payment until the work's completed. I, sometimes people will tell me, oh, I'm just going to pay you because we're going out of town. And I'm just like, yeah, I'd just rather wait <laughs> until, until we're done. I mean, I have taken checks from people that I know really well before we're finished. But I, it does something to you. It actually like takes the motivation. It's like you're motivated to get, get that final payment, which is normally all profit for the contractor. And when you you pay them before it's done, it kind of takes a little wind out of their sail. It's just human nature, I think. Final tip. Contractors should not and normally won't ask to be paid in cash. But if you offer to pay in cash, you could probably negotiate a discount. I don't want to sound shady like, you know, oh, this is a cash business or whatever. I would never ask a client to pay in cash, ever. That being said, people have come out with $30,000 in cash from their back bedroom and just threw three stacks of $10,000 bills down at me for the final payment. It happens. It happens quite a bit. So you'd be surprised how many times it does happen. And contractors will work with you on, uh, on pricing if you're willing to pay in cash. It's just... That's all I'll say on that. I don't want to get too get too in, much into it and tell people to dodge the IRS or anything like that because I'm not trying to say that. Just know up front that if you do offer to pay in cash, sometimes you can negotiate a discount. Anyways, those are my tips for saving some money on a remodel. I hope they'll be helpful to you for your you know next project that you do. If you want to see these tips in more detail, you can go to the Central Handyman blog. Um, I'll have the link to it in the show notes. I'll have a link actually straight to this post, the Save Money on a Home Remodeling Project. And you can check it out and see what you think. So anyways, it was great talking with you guys today. And I hope you can use those tips on your next project. I kind of had a busy week last week, so I didn't get to record quite as much. I've been remodeling my own house, finally. Uh, one good thing about the coronavirus was it's given me a chance to spend time on my own house working uh, on projects that have been put off for years and years. So we're just finishing up remodeling our whole upstairs. We just got the fourth bedroom done upstairs, and we're going to start working our way downstairs we're fairly new empty nesters so we're remodeling the whole house since our kids are all gone and living on their own so it's um it's time for us to make everything nice <laughs> the way that we want it so yeah we have uh, a couple really nice uh four re really nice remodeled bedrooms upstairs with built-in closets and uh, everything that we wanted for storage in in two bathrooms so upstairs and we have a third one downstairs um, but it's it's coming along it's very slow to work on the, my own house for me there's so many distractions here but that's what I've been doing uh, since March since I've been staying home so everybody stay safe and stay healthy 
Let's hope 2020 gets a little bit better than it has been. All right, have a good day.